Welcome to Live Better Longer on Legend 100.3, brought to you by Palm Beach Integrative Medicine. Dr. John DeLuca will discuss common health issues and solutions through the modalities of integrative medicine and how they can benefit you. And now, Live Better Longer. Good morning. Happy South Florida Saturday. I know it's um, like mid-June already. I don't know how that's possible. Dick Robinson likes to say it's later than it's ever been. And I've been trying to find a flaw in that logic for 10 years. Mike McGann here with you as I always am. And it's time for another edition of Live Better Longer, brought to you by Palm Beach Integrative Medicine. And again, you can learn a lot more about Palm Beach Integrative. Set up a a consultation there. Call 561-630-8722. Or you can head on over to palmbeachintegrative.com and uh, learn more about it there. Dr. John DeLuca, he is the medical director at uh, Palm Beach Integrative Medicine. Always a pleasure to be chatting with you, my friend. How are you? Good morning, Mike. How are you? I am doing great. Always great to to be uh, here with you on this program because, as I've said before, I just, I learn a ton here. And I love to learn. Last week, that peptide discussion was fantastic. Uh, I got a lot out of that. Big thanks to Carla for sharing. And, I mean, Courtney, who, uh, I don't know where we'd be without her. Can I introduce my staff? I think you should. We have Courtney, my boss, the office manager. Office manager, yes, indeed. Hi, Courtney. Uh, and we have Carla, the care coordinator. That's it, triple C. Hi, Mike. Hi, Carla, care coordinator. We've got Courtney, office. I love it all. And uh, Dr. John DeLuca. I'm with an all-star cast here today, and it's wonderful to have everybody. Now, last week, we we kind of ended the show with a tease about the ideal patient. And, you know, it, it was occurring to me, Dr. DeLuca, that if you have an ideal patient, you also have not ideal patients. So let's talk a little bit about that. What's ideal? What's not ideal? Let's talk patients. Okay, let's talk patients. So let's start off with who's not a good fit for our practice. Let's do it. So a patient who is not interested really in their health, they don't really care if they get healthy or sick. They just, yeah, they kind of go along with things and okay. like, well, my wife made me come to the doctor, so that's why I'm here. Uh, now the light is shed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I don't want to go, I don't want to like burden myself too much of my daily routine about, you know, staying healthy. Well, I just want to give me a pill, doc, and you, I'll you be... You said a, last week there's no magic bullet. Exactly. I mean, that was part of the conversation. These are the ones who are looking for that magic bullet. Give me this, I'm done. Yeah. Don't mess with me, just... Fix me. Yeah, so those patients are just going to be in a slow decline down into their health. And they'll, they'll be managed all, from some other doctor. They'll be managed all the way down into disability. Wow. And I'll tell you what, I mean, that's that's a harsh, but it's true. It's how it is. It, it's Look, I was a financial advisor before I got into radio, right? Throwing good money after bad, chasing a stock price down. All of those things are really telling the same story as that. And none of those are ideal behaviors. They're not. I get it. So that's not a good fit for us. And those people, they kind of rarely show up and they don't less. With they me. don't stick around either. I ask them to do things. They don't do things. And it, it you just give the tools. Down. They don't use the tools, as we discussed last week. Yeah. yeah. And, gotcha. you know, and that's OK. I mean, people are entitled to behave whatever way they want. And sure, that's fine. That's, I'm not here to judge, but I'm here to help people who want. We're all who, who we are. The people that want the help and are going to use the tools properly. That's a better fit. So the patients who do well in my office, who's an ideal patient for us, or what we call them as activated patients. Okay, an they're, activated patient. They're activated. They're involved in their health care. They're involved in the decisions. They do the lifestyle changes that they need to do. 
So they are, they take a robust interest in their health. And they take action. They're not going to rest on their laurels with that, it. That's, and action is the key word there. That's a good we word. Can, we can think about things all day long. When nothing happens until we take action. I can sit there and I can, I love to cook, right? I can read a recipe all day long. I can get completely familiar with this exact measurement. But until I actually go into the kitchen and create that recipe, I can't eat the page of the cookbook and expect it to be satisfying. There's a difference between knowing everything and taking action on it. Absolutely. And that's what we look for patients who really want to do that. And there are patients out there and they seek us out because they want to take, you know, a more active part in their in their healthcare, in in their life. Okay. I think that's it's incredibly important. You kind of have to be able to, to manage yourself after you, you get the tools that are necessary. And I think that would certainly be a better patient for you. Absolutely. Yeah. We get a lot of patients, like when I'm answering the calls and we're booking people, we get a lot of patients who say, my doctor isn't listening to me. And to me, that's always like a green flag. That means like they're involved. They're going to be partaking in the conversation. Conversation. With that's a key word here. Yeah. So... Um, that, to me, just says a lot about a patient, a prospective patient. Oh, well, that I just thought of a new concept. Go for the it. The inactivated doctor. Ooh, wow. That might, that's gonna be a, that might be a series of shows. <laughs> so they, they listen to the patient or they don't hear the patient. They don't listen. Right. And I see this all the time. For instance, a patient will come to me. My doctor said my thyroid is fine because I'm on this dose of medication but I still have constipation. My hair is, is, is thinning and falling out. My skin is dry. I can't think straight. I have no energy. Well, but he says it's fine or she says it's fine. Oh, well, well, let's look at it my way and, and like I'll treat the patient and not the lab report. Wow. That's, that statement should be framed. <laughs> treat the patient, not the lab report. I try to, when I teach medical students or I, I teach CMA credits, I always try to, to make that point. That's an excellent point. Again, I mean, it was discussed last week as well. No two patients are alike. Everybody's going to be a bit different. And when you are going by this plus this equals this every time without taking any of the variables into account, then you're, it's not going to get the best outcomes. Correct. So we have a couple of choices in life. Okay. And one of them is we can take control. We can take responsibility for our own well-being. Mm-hmm. Or we leave that to somebody else. Uh, and um, look, we, we are going to be our own best caretakers, really. Well, we should be. We and should be. But a lot of times we're not. Yeah, that's true. Look, I, I resemble that remark many years ago, so I get it. Yeah, speaking globally, sometimes, yeah. sometimes we're not. We're not. And, and learning how to do it, getting the right tools, and then putting them into, once again, action would seem to me to be the recipe for uh, successful health. Absolutely. So sometimes I'll talk to patients and um, they'll say, oh, I like what you do. Do you take my insurance? Okay. So... Um, there are people who will do only what their insurance pays for. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's not a monet- that's not a, a financial thing. That's a kind of a, a principal thing. I pay all this money for insurance. So unless it's not, co- it's not covered by my insurance, I'm not going to do gonna anything. I'm not going to take it. Yeah, that would be okay. That's a problem for our office because a lot of times we do things that are not covered by insurance. Sure, I get it. And um, I do not want to be an insurance doctor. I don't want to be you know, in network, I don't want to be subject to their rules. Well, you don't want to be restricted by that because there are so many treatments and modalities that fall outside of those restrictions that can be effective for a given patient. That's correct. And now if I'm in their network, if I'm contracted with the insurance company, I'm subject to their rules and regulations about how I can treat the patients. And I don't want to give up that. That's, That's not my responsibility to give up. That's the patient's responsibility. I have to seek 
the best care for the patient. For the patient. And yeah. that's going to be different patient to patient. Those uh, restrictions <laughs> and those guidelines are not going to apply to everyone out there. Yeah. And to be honest, the insurance company doesn't have the patient's best interest in mind. They have their own bottom line as their best interest. Sure. It's a business. It's a business. And, and, and they're, yeah. they're, you know, they're responsible to their shareholders. Yep. Um, but that's not the best care for the patient. And so a lot of times we'll, you know, we try to get the patient to use as much as, of their insurance coverage as they can. Right. But some of the tests I order are not covered. And sure. they, will, they might never be covered, but they're important for the patient care. And, and that's what's well, going to be a trade-off in the end. But everything is, right? I mean, you, if you want the best health, you have to put these things into action. And it, it's going to require that from time to time to make sure you get the best outcomes. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's why the state of American medicine is going in the wrong direction is as a downhill trajectory because the as the insurance companies take over and start dicta uh, dictated care and today about 80% or more of doctors now work for big hospital corporations or you know and wow that's kind of a scary statistic yeah so the very few people out there you know hanging up their own shingle you know in an independent practice like like I have well, thank you for doing that uh Bobby Integrative Medicine 5616308722 want to give that number again because yeah, you really do need to, to learn more about this and how it, it fits into your life. Yeah, I'm not good at having people tell me what to do. <laughs> especially <laughs> I never got I, that from you. Yeah, especially if I don't think it's the right thing. So my one of my jobs is to advocate for my patients. Right. What a key word, advocate. Yeah. And so if I, you know, and the insurance system now has just become onerous about prior authorizations, and, and, and it gets worse every year. Well, there's so many oh, fears of yeah. lawsuits as well with this. I mean, well, people are, are so quick to sue a doctor for not doing a test or something. It's There's a lot of fear involved in this. Yeah, but how interesting is it that Dr. DeLuca can write a prescription for a patient saying a patient needs to take whatever it is two times a day? Right. I will get a fax saying the insurance only covers it once per day and to change it, telling him he has to change what he's prescribing for the insurance. Yeah, that that seems to me like that is absurdly backward. Right? It's almost like the insurance is trying to control and manipulate maybe. Huh. I wonder I wonder if that might be something that's happening somewhere. <laughs> yes, and and that's the wonderful thing about Palm Beach Integrative. That's the wonderful thing uh, about organizations and people involved with those organizations like you because you've got the best interest of the patient at heart and you would much prefer to mold the care to them as opposed to molding their needs to fit the care or what insurance tells you you can do. Yeah, and have a patient who wants to be involved isn't going to call us when we get that fax and say, you need to change it to just the once a day because that's what my insurance is going to do. We want someone who's going to say, if we need to do two, like how can we go about it? How can, how we, can fix we make this? it happen? Yeah. And you're going to listen to those concerns and, 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 and work with it. I think yeah. it, it's very, very... It's very powerful. I love that. You've, it's very clear. Ideal versus not ideal and how that goes. I love that term, activated patient. Uh, and that's what we're talking about here. Yeah. And it's and that's the kind of patients we want, we attract. Yes. Because they're interested in their health. Mm -hmm. I have great patients. They're very smart. Right. And they, they do research. Now, they're, they can research things and come up with oh, stacks of, uh, you know, stacks of papers. Here, doc. Uh, I ran this, uh, you know, I ran this report. Can you read it? Well, no, that's 400 pages, and I don't even have time to read what I want to read. Yeah, right. Can you get the highlights for me on that? Yeah, but um, I have patients that are brilliant that could that could easily be physicians themselves. Right. And what's neat about my particular position is I get to learn from these very educated and astute people. I love. And that. they teach me stuff. 
Isn't that cool? It is cool. It's a give and take. But but that again, and and that's funny. My mom was a nurse, and she was a med surge nurse for forever, right? And she was a charge nurse at a, at a well thought of local hospital for thirty years. And she said that one of the things that that was really missing so often was doctor patient relationship. And what you are talking about, that kind of a give and take, that understanding is a relationship and a strong relationship like that, which requires an activated patient and an activated doctor is what's going to get the best outcome every single time. And we don't have the seven minute appointments in my office. My initial visit is usually between 45 minutes and an hour, maybe it may be more if the case, you know, if the case warrants it. And because you don't really, you, you can't possibly glean all the things you need to know about that patient in seven minutes. No, there's no way. No. We're not, we're not seven-minute creatures. No, we're not. And But, again, that's the insurance company reimbursement model right. that the doctor needs to, to adhere to that model in order to you know, stay in business. Now, I know that there are a couple of case studies we were going to discuss here with the, the, uh, the ideal uh, patients and maybe some that are, that are less so. I think uh, Carrie and Roger are a couple of names here. Yeah, so they're kind of like my all-star patients. I lo- oh, I love it, all-star patients. That's a good list to be And on. they come in and they are, they know as much about biochemistry as I do, probably more. Wow. Um, and they have the time to go in and like research supplements and research this and research this test and that. And, you know, they're, they're both, obviously they're both individuals and they have individual, you know, Certainly. Uh, issues going on. But as a general theme, they are so involved with their care. They make excellent decisions. They're not afraid to spend money that outside of their insurance coverage. Okay. Which is what is going to, you know. And that's investing in health, by the way. That's not even, I don't even see that as spending. I see that as investing in yourself. Well, that's exactly right. So if I ask people, do you have a retirement plan? And they'll say, well, I have a 401k. Sure. Or I have an IRA. Yeah. I say, but do you have a, a wellness retirement plan? Ooh, that's a very well put statement. We and need that. Yeah, and they'll look at me like, what are you talking Wait, about? What? I say, well, if you're retired, now you have time that you didn't have before. Right. So I've had patients say, I spent a lot of my time chasing wealth. Now I have to spend some of that wealth to get my health back. Chasing wealth and chasing health, right? Yeah, and, and that's what it is. Now, along the way, if they made, if they were my patients earlier in their lives, you know, maybe we could have you know, had some kind of a balance stricken where they would be able to do all the things they needed to do and make a make a, a good living at the same time. Hey, there's that word balance again. Oh, it keeps coming up. It's key. Palm Beach Integrated Medicine. I mean, that's kind of the focus, right? 561-630-8722 is the number to call. PalmBeachIntegrative.com is, uh, is the way to learn more. People are doing their research, and that is kind of an ideal patient, one who, who knows enough to take an interest in their own health and be willing to invest in it just like they would in their retirement. And that's what we want. And, Mike, do you know what the number one cause of bankruptcy is? I am afraid I do, but go ahead. It's medical bills. Medical bills, bills right? And that's even with insurance coverage. Wow. So the, what you just said there, the, make the investment. Yeah. And that's exactly what it is. Now, sometimes the investment has to be time because to do the exercise, it has to be time. Sometimes it's it's financial sure. to, to pay for your supplements, to pay for your gym membership or your, your peptides or, you know. Whatever it may be. Yeah. yeah, whatever it may be. But, you know, uh, an ounce of prevention is worth a ton of cure. Very, yeah, not a pound, a ton. Yeah. You're, you're so right. I, I think about this now. I think about what people are willing to spend on foods, you know, on eating in a more healthy way. People are very much focused on that. And that is generally much more expensive, but that is an investment in your health. It's going to save you on medical bills down the line and so on. 
And this is very similar as far as that goes. It's taking care of yourself properly now. Exactly. Now, let me give you an example of a not a good patient. Yes, tell me about this. So there was a guy, I, I think his name was, we'll call him Roger. Okay, Roger. Roger was sent to me by another another patient of mine, and he was about to be put on the liver transplant list for liver failure. Okay, that's not a list you want to be on. It's not a list you want to be on. Even if you make it on the list, you probably you might not make it off the list. Most don't. Yes. Yeah. Um, so he, we diagnosed him. Okay, everything was right. So we, we gave him, uh, we put, started putting him on weekly infusions. Okay. Had him be glutathione to help the liver. Right. So he came in for a few visits, and he says, you know, Doc, I really can't afford these these treatments. And at the time, they're probably like a hundred dollars. Okay. He's like, I really can't afford these treatments anymore. And I was like, well, you know, I'm sorry to hear that, but, you know, I, I think they're necessary. And he, and then the next words out of his mouth with a smile were, and I just put $8,000 into my boat and I got this, 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 and this. All right. So, <laughs> so, yeah. So here's a guy I'm trying to keep off the liver transplant list and he couldn't afford that, but he was happy to put $8,000 into his boat. So if you're a patient who takes better care of their car, their golf clubs, um, their boat, than you do for yourself, you're probably not going to be a good patient for me. Yeah, good luck enjoying that boat without a liver. Yeah. Um, it, as far as, you know, medical school was a while ago for me, but as far as I remember, the liver was almost very important. Yeah, I, I seem to recall that that's one of the key organs <laughs> in the body that covers pretty much everything. And, and wow, that's that just lack of understanding of the priorities is really kind of mind-blowing to me. Yeah, um... It goes back to, again, you know, how you were socialized and I think your exposure to the medical system because he, he, he was older than me. And I think at that time it was the patriarchal medical doctor right. from high up on the thing and the doctor will... In the ivory tower it, talking it, it, down. Yes, and then yeah. this is what you're going to do and you're going to do it and, you know, everything will be fine. Well, it's that's not the, that's not the activated patient that we're looking for. The activated patient. I, I love that entire concept. Now, before we went on the air today, Courtney was telling a brief story, and I'd, I'd kind of like to hear more about that, about uh, refill requests that you would get from people who don't even know what they're getting refilled. Oh, my goodness. I get these phone calls from patients, and first and foremost, they don't say their name, and they'll just say, I need a refill for the prescription that I take at night. It's in my chart. Just look it up. Can, but they, can you imagine not knowing what they prescription know what you're asking taking. for? Yeah. Or, and I'll even, we'll go into the chart and we'll take a look at it and I'll name off a couple, a couple that you're taking at night and they won't even be able to pick out which one it is. I don't know. Is that the yellow one? Yeah. And they will say the color as if I have it in front of me. Which... I was joking. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. But it's just part of like being proactive. Like I just, it's hard to fathom the idea of a patient not knowing what prescription they're asking for. Um but again, I think a lot of that ties into what Dr. DeLuca just said. There was this mindset of, take this, you'll be okay. Take this in this amount. People didn't question. They didn't do their research. They weren't that kind of an educated, ideal, activated patient who had an understanding of what the purpose of these medications were, what they were supposed to do, how they might work with or against this one. Yeah, just sitting down and just saying, I'm here, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. And I think for the most part, that's not... Um, the average patient in our office 
95% of our patients are very involved and do know what they're doing and want to learn more, like how we were talking about in the last episode, how peptides aren't taught in medical school. Right. So they're doing their own research and they're looking at like maybe what might be good for them and bringing it in and approaching Dr. DeLuca in a conversation and be like, I heard about BPC-157. Can you tell me more about it? I'm kind of interested. Sure. And sparking a conversation. Yeah. Conversation, communication is what it's all about here. Yeah, and a lot of patients, they'll say, okay, exactly why am I taking this? Right. <clears throat> Which keeps me on my toes because I have to know, the, remember the mechanism of action. And it's actually good for, you know, because sometimes you just do things, you know, out of routine. But as well as I have to think about something and it's like, okay, this is why you're taking it. And this is what we have to do to, you know, keep you on the, on the track. It just, it makes so much sense to do it this way. And the, now, now here's a question for you. We have a couple of minutes left and I'm wondering about this. We talked earlier about how, you know, about 80% of doctors earlier, you know, tied in insurance companies, all that. Do you feel that the pendulum is swinging the other direction as far as patients go? Do you find that patients are more educated now that, that, that the material is out there? Do you find that there's too much information for some? How, what, what do you think of the way the public is headed as far as their education? I think yes. there's going to be a. T- it's going to come down to a two-tier system, like much like they have in Canada. Okay. They're going to. There's going to be 80 percent of the population, plus or minus, that are going to go into the mainstream and stay there okay. and and be happy with their care because they don't know. And there's going to be that 20 percent of the patients who do their research, who who are looking for the the correct answers, who are willing to do the lifestyle changes, and who are going to pay out of pocket for their care or a majority of their care to keep them from going into that mainstream 80% medical system. Right. That's that's really important though. I mean, again, it's, it's about having the right tools and understanding how to manage them. One of the things I know that, that you do love, and I just want to mention this, is you can submit questions for, uh, for Dr. DeLuca to discuss on the air here on this program. Send your questions to palmbeachintegrative.com. Again, that is palmbeachintegrative.com. There were some great questions last week about peptides, for instance. And you know, we do love to hear those questions and address them uh, right here uh, on the air on, uh, on this program. Yeah, there's a cute little tab on the website, um, Live Better Longer, which I think is really appropriate even for this episode, talking about living longer living better longer and investing in having that better lifestyle the longer that you live yeah we're living longer i'd rather not you know find myself living to age 112 with a horrible quality of life because i've not invested in my health at the same time exactly what's that movie with the people who are like in the is it cocoons? cocoon cocoon is that the movie yes yeah i remember that's what it i was, think about <laughs> wow that's so funny i haven't thought about that i read the novelization when i was like 12 did you yeah i've got to read it again i probably got it on my kindle at this point before we wrap, and again, we've got a couple of minutes left. One of the things I always like to discuss here is why you do what you do, because what you do is so different than what people are used to when they're thinking about doctors in the medical profession. It really sets you apart. Let's talk about why that is. So I, I, there's a lot of why, so why I do this. Yes. But I, I think the main reason, the overarching thing is I hate frailty. I see people walking around and in walkers and you know pushing walkers and things. And I was like, you know, these people, if they actually exercise and they, you know, if somebody talks to them about exercise, right, and if they were do it, you know, a few times a week, if they would eat right, if they would take care of themselves, hey, maybe even they need peptides and hormones, which I probably do. Sure. 
they wouldn't be frail and they wouldn't be subject to the you know the medical system and they wouldn't be subject what i really want to do is keep people out of the nursing home and right. and even worse the memory care center Ooh, yeah. so that's uh, so i hate frailty and i want to keep people out of that because at that time there's the quality of life is so diminished and i just want to keep people young and healthy as long as i can and that's and that's where the integrative part comes in i mean it's it, it's every part of health. It's addressing all of it, how these things hinge, how they work together, what doesn't work in that framework, and making it work on an individual basis. So to me, that's what integrative health is all about. Palm Beach Integrative Medicine, palmbeachintegrative.com and 561-630-8722. Courtney, before we roll, let's talk one more time about how people can learn more, can follow you, and expose their friends and family so everybody can be equally healthy. Yes, one of our favorite things to say is to not keep good health to yourself. Love it. Um, so you can find us on Spotify with our podcast. Um, you can give us a five-star review if you like us. Uh, find us on social media, Instagram, Palm Beach Integrative Med, Facebook, PBI Medicine. Um, Dr. DeLuca has a Twitter, Dr. John DeLuca. I love looking at his tweets. They're little blurbs. Okay. Um, I love it. And yeah, you can find us there. And please send us questions on palmbeachintegrative.com, the Live Better Longer tab. We would love to talk about anything that you're interested in. I know integrative medicine is new to a lot of people, so let's talk about let's talk about it. Uh, talk about it. Communication, which we've talked about on this program before. Well, thank you as always uh, for all that you do. Dr. DeLuca, thank you so much. Courtney, thank you. Carla, thanks for popping in one more time and for your great discussion last week. Uh, about peptides. PalmBeachIntegrative.com 561-630-8722. And uh, we're going to have another great episode of Live Better Longer for you this same time next week on Legends 100.3. Thanks for listening to Live Better Longer, brought to you by Palm Beach Integrative Medicine. Learn more and set up your consultation today by calling 561-630-8722 or visit PalmBeachIntegrative.com. Tune in next week for another edition of Live Better Longer on Legends 100.3. The preceding program was presented for informational purposes only. No doctor-patient relationship is formed. Always consult a physician for specific health care advice.